live from left field, a podcast about SNL movies in 11 episodes. BG just jumped off the chair. What's up, Wendy? How you doing? I'm chilling, you know? Chilling on Lolo. You're chilling on what? Chilling on the Lolo. Okay. Trying to see what's going down on the high high, if you will. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm chilling on the high high. There you are. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> He's trying to go down to the low low. <laughs> and that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, just how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I uh, watched the Blues Brothers recently. You did? I thought maybe we could talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. This is the first episode of the, the actual movie talking. Yeah. SNL movie thing. I brought, uh, I brought some friends over. I had had them watch or suggested that they watch it I <laughs> didn't even ask when they got here but uh, Marcia and Sam are here hello hey guys uh, did, did you watch the movie we watched the movie very recently I finished watching the movie on the way here in the car <laughs> yes, that's awesome so it's fresh it's what very is fresh. it what is it like watching that car chase while you're riding in a car <laughs> Well, I wasn't driving, so I was fine. I still remember that scene like I was watching it on her phone and not looking at the road, so... Yes, yes. Pretty dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a a long drop from those uh, freeway ramps. You know that. Oh my gosh, that's one of my favorite parts. And this was your first time seeing the movie, right? Yes. Actually, before you told me about this, I didn't even know there was such thing as SNL produced movies. You you didn't know about the Blues Brothers at all? I mean, I, I knew about like, it. Okay, I've never seen it, seen but I didn't characters. know that it was an SNL thing. Me either. Like, so I'm, I'm in the same boat. I was telling them, like, I don't want to be a wet sandwich, but I don't know <laughs> anything <laughs> that's going to be going. I didn't know SNL had movies like uh, attached so to Everybody it. knows that the Blues Brothers exist, though. Yeah, even if they yeah, don't yeah. Because yeah, it's like been such a bad costume for <laughs> years it's and easy. years. It's yeah, very it's, easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you see you see the Blues Brothers, you're like, oh, well, look, somebody didn't have a date or an idea. Last minute. I mean, I knew, I, when you sent me the list, I was like, oh, okay, Wayne's, Wayne's World. I knew that was from SNL. Uh-huh. And that was the only one I've seen from yeah. the list. Uh, yeah. Um, what is what is your familiarity with SNL? When did you when did you come into SNL, and what was the cast that was? Hmm. Well, I think since I grew up in Mexico, I don't think SNL was like a thing really until we like I don't know. I think when I was like in high school or something, um, and we got cable. I mean, we always had cable, but. I guess you got the good cable. <laughs> I got the good cable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, the first episodes I watched was probably when it was like Amy Poehler and Tina yeah. Fey and that. But that's a good sure. crew. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think on my way here. What was the, like the first episode I saw? And I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah. When did you get into it? I got into like SNL back in the nineties. My dad used to watch it all the time. Uh, or like the David Spade, Chris Farley, Adam Sandler years, which and then uh, did you and your dad catch phrase each other? 
Sorry. Did you guys catchphrase each other all the time? Uh, no, he, he just tried to do his own jokes and failed miserably. Yeah. Um, he's, he's probably going to listen to this. Uh, we, we don't no, edit anything out. It's, you know how like a, he's got such a dry sense of humor, it's, it's only hilarious to me and a couple other people in the room, but we always laugh our asses off when he says something, because it is really funny to us, just some people just stare at him off in the distance, and, I'm, and a lot of times that's the reason I laugh, is because I know that person is just like, what in the actual hell are you saying? I've, I've actually got a your dad story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he uh, messaged me on Facebook one time <laughs> uh, from one of Marcia's posts. I commented on it or something, and he messaged me and said something like, "I'm the only funny person he's known from Kansas City" or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "What does that mean?" <laughs> I think he said, I don't know. He's a funny man, and uh, he inspired me to do, to try to be as funny as I could possibly be and who I am, so it's good stuff, but SNL, uh, back in the day, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, he always let me listen yeah. to those guys when I was way too young to be listening <laughs> to that stuff, but... Uh, yeah, SNL was always like something that we used to watch and always enjoy, and always got to see the the greats. Yeah, my my dad, I got all of his Carlin records and everything. Yeah. But I remember him like buying me Steve Martin records in a store too. Yeah. One time, and I listened to those over and over again, which I guess makes you the funniest person in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You're the winner. You got you got good. Good, good barbecue and JJ is the funniest man. <laughs> Which, you know, sorry, Eddie Griffin. <laughs> what about you? When you start watching SNL? Oh, I I grew up with it. Basically, when I was like seven or eight, I started discovering it on TV. We we talked about this in our intro to the season podcast, but yeah, like the the Eddie Murphy years is what really pulled me in but at, at the same time they were showing reruns of the original cast so I kind of came up with all of that at the same time nice yeah so what's the what's the favorite part of the Blues Brothers for everybody well the music obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or Carrie Fisher Oh, I didn't know she was in this yeah. ice cream when she was like, like what? So cute and crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> so weird. Her character's so weird. Yeah, because yeah, she was just drug buddies with Belushi. Mm. Oh, like, oh, we got a part mm. for you. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that, that when that movie, we watched it last night. We got the refresher last night. I didn't remember it starting that way. I, didn't, I, I thought it opened with Frank Oz giving him his stuff back as he was getting released from prison. And there was like two minutes of just factories and <laughs> flames and shit, like just showing how industrial everything was yeah. or whatever. I didn't remember that. I was worried we mm, got into the wrong you? movie. But I was thinking for a movie that was so fueled by cocaine, it gets off to a slow-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of creepy, crawling parts yeah, in yeah. that thing. Did you watch the normal version of, or the extended? Uh, whatever, Amazon oh. Prime. Oh, okay. Because we it, had, like, Sam has the, it was a 25 
uh, anniversary edition. Yeah, just a DVD version yeah. copy. And like I, I put it, like put it on, and it was like the extended version. And it was like almost three hours, and I was like, Honestly, oh, yeah, that, that motherfucker doesn't need to be extended. Okay. <laughs> it's already about thirty minutes too long oh, as a movie. Really? Uh, yeah, unless it's unless it's just musical numbers. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't know. It's a long, all over the map kind of movie. Yeah. I feel yeah, like the, the editor could have done a lot more. <laughs> uh, but the music is yeah. amazing, and the people that they were able to get in there, the people that were still alive yeah. at that point, is oh, fantastic. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, the yeah. I think I think that's where I discovered John Lee Hooker as a kid was in that movie. Yeah, and after I heard about John Lee Hooker again, I'm like, oh, that's the guy who was playing on the street in the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Nice. Having Doug Dunn in the band being one of my favorite bass players of all time. That. I always, I always thought that Steve Cropper was a bigger deal in the entire world just because in the song Soul Man they say, play it, Steve. For that part, I was like, oh, everybody must know who Steve Cropper is, and I need to know who Steve Cropper is, too. But he wrote Knock of the Bay with Otis Redding. Oh, man. Uh, cool facts. Yeah, he's not as well known as I imagined. Uh, but great hair, right? Yeah, but, true. How do you keep it so straight, Steve Cropper? Did those uh, the old school iron. Yeah. Just straight down <laughs> the head. <laughs> Just keep it down. I've seen that. Well, not straight right. to the head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've seen that. Not straight to the head, but just on the, on the board. Yeah. Reverse. <laughs> is it a reverse perm? <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. That's yeah. the black people's perm. See, we want we want ours straight. The other way, get the curve. So, black people perm. <laughs> yeah, that band is amazing, though. It's yeah. about half of the Stax yeah. band who played with Steve Cropper. Everybody mm. stacks records the Memphis yeah. soul scene yeah. of the 60s. Yeah. And then a few other select players. And it was supposed to be Paul Schaefer. He played with him on SNL because he was in the SNL band. But he couldn't appear in the movie because he was doing Godspell on Broadway. Or maybe, maybe it was in Toronto or something even. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was, he was contractually obligated when they filmed, so they had to get another piano player for the movie. All right. But yeah, the talent in that band was deep. They were they were it. It was Motown and it was Sax yeah. at the time. And then Matt Guitar Murphy in the middle of it. Yeah. It was just yeah. kind of his own thing yeah. at that point. And god damn, why wasn't that guy a movie star? I mean <laughs> he couldn't act, but that didn't stop a lot of movie stars. He should have been like doing yeah. action. Matt Guitar Murphy and Carl Weathers as brothers who team up against a corrupt police force or something <laughs> and also play blues at night would have been a great movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe not great, but a movie I would watch. Entertaining. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought that guy was in Predator <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> I know exactly His arms are the same size. Yeah. <laughs> I can I like, see him shaking hands with Dutch. Yeah, it's like, son of a bitch. Uh, Matt Guitar Murphy, son of a bitch. <laughs> What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many strings? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yes. And Aretha Franklin was like, 
very nearly young in this movie. I thought she was old when I was a kid. Yeah. She was already a legend, but she's, what she's is she? Thirty-five. Baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To me, that's just baby mode. Really young. Yeah. She can still hit those notes, man. That was yeah. always a great scene. So one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they're getting the guitar and the sax, and Rita just and belts it. And the <laughs> casual ass choreography of the backup singer <laughs> is my favorite thing. And it's like it's choreographed, but they're not gonna do another take of it. And I love that. Yeah. Like honestly, I'm like, okay, if they were gonna backup sing in a diner, it would this probably is, be more like this. It's yeah. a realistic yeah. thing. They're not practicing every day. This doesn't come up all the time. They're just chilling. Yeah, I chose this. I chose this movie because I like musicals a lot. But I thought it was just gonna be like one of those where the music is just like part of the plot. Like they are a band, so they play. But I didn't know they were going. It was gonna be like the kind of musical when they just start singing, Uh and then that happened. I was like, oh, (laughs) interesting. (laughs) But it's still very weird because that only happens twice, like in Uh, music store. Yeah, they're in the music store. (laughs) Sure. It's so odd. You're also missing, yeah, Ray Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the church with James Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't well, but that one's still like they are at church, so that was it still was like, yeah, like a show kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you took it for granted, but you didn't realize until later is like how many crazy amount of people they had in that movie yeah. to make it. They had Aretha, James Brown, Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah. Um, the legends. The cats. Those then by themselves getting all three of those in the same movie. Yeah. This doesn't happen. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Think about like getting Bruno Mars together with Lady Gaga and uh, Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> Let's no, do it. Not happening. They gonna get on board and was on SNL to do the voices. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do all three of their voices. <laughs> That's what they can they'll pull with. <laughs> well, no, it depends because like in the pop star uh, movie. Oh, they did get a lot. They, they got pink. get a lot of people yeah. singing in it. Adam Levine. Like Adam, yeah. Uh, Adam, yeah, Adam Levine, and then uh, Emma Stone sings, and they have a, like DJ Khaled and a lot of people. Even Mariah Carey is like, oh wow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, so some people maybe, maybe nice. yeah, we got that one movie. There we go. But before that was just Blues Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's never done before. Favorite part's car doing a cartwheel. I was you, J- <laughs> JJ. You stole it, man. The, <laughs> the, the automotive physics in this movie. <laughs> was, was watching her watch that scene, and it's just she's like, oh, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, yeah. <laughs> So, so one car does a cartwheel, another yeah. car goes off a ramp, and then falls six miles. Yeah, that yeah. car was like, where, like, where was this ramp? Because then like, they go off the ramp, and they're just like falling, falling like through buildings. And like, you just hear, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, straight up. I, I remember watching it for the first time, thinking, are they for real? Like in the room yeah. by myself, like yeah, the things that they the things they chose to heighten in this yeah. movie as yeah. opposed to the things they kept real. It's perfect. Uh, the toast. <laughs> I don't think I noticed how many times Elwood had toast until this viewing. Like I, I knew that I remember him making it on the burner, and I remember him ordering toast. But there's like seven other times where toast is a thing in this deal, including the, the pot yeah. shop. 
He goes in the pawn shop. He starts. He pulls out bread and starts oh making God, toast. And so that was one of his like little things. Was that he loves toast? I think I watched. Then I yeah, I didn't watch the extended version because the one I watched only happens twice. The extended version. He's got like thirty. He's <laughs> <laughs> toast thirty right. times. Right. Which yeah, because when Aretha Franklin is like. He, he ordered toast. He's like, immediately, he goes, Elwood. Like, he said toast once. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a thing. He's, he's got a toast fetish. That's a great way to order. It's just, I'll just uh, take some toast and a uh, whole chicken. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite thing was that a lot of really crazy things happened, but they would never react to it. Like, they, like that uh, scene there where he was making the toast and then like uh, Carrie Fisher just like exploded uh-huh. the thing and everyone just like fell in it and they were just like alright like they just get up and keep moving and like don't even yeah. acknowledge yeah. what yeah. happened there's a shitload of Bugs Bunny in this movie yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, pretty much every every time she pops up it gets real oh, Roadrunner yes. Coyote and they all come out of it when he takes his glasses off and does the the, the eyes make yeah. eyes at her and every that's just mm-hmm. it's the first time you see yeah. him without glasses in the movie I thought he had black frames too this was the first time I noticed he had tortoise I spent the extra oh, buck wow. for oh, HD right. really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always thought there were black frames when I watched it on VHS I think because Elwood has the black frames yeah. he's got the tortoise oh, yeah. Yeah. cool facts going back to the, yeah, <laughs> the Bugs Bunny stuff the, the, <laughs> the phone booth when they get blown up and yeah. like they get on the ground and he's like Hey, it's like seven dollars with a change right here. Like, starts grabbing the yeah, change. Yeah, you hold There's like a scene where there's like a phone booth and four or five stores and other things going on. I'm like, everything in this scene is out of business. It's like, <laughs> no. done. There's yeah. no phone booths. There's none of these stores. All the stores in the mall are yes. pretty much done except for Pier One Imports, which I don't know how they're hanging on. <laughs> they're still around, I guess. Oh, shoot, yeah. trail, y'all, and uh, Shaka Khan was in the choir, so Shaka's in there. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Shaka's in there. She's in there. I thought I knew every stupid bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cool. I also really liked when they were in the mall, like, having the car chase inside, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, Jake, he's just like, oh, this store, oh, oh, that other thing. New old he's just like, there's a car dealership in the mall. <laughs> yeah, there is. Right across from Toys R Us is an Oldsmobile dealership. Wow. Yikes. Yeah, awesome. Bigger toys for adults. Yeah, I remember, like, growing up and watching it and thinking that's just the craziest shit ever. They're driving through malls, but now, after, like, mall shootings and bombings and everything. Mm. I'm like, this is just kind of disturbing at this point. It's not fun anymore. No, don't but ruin the campiness. <laughs> like, I still love it. That was, that caused a lot more anxiety when before it used to just be laughter. <laughs> so, I got old. <laughs> <laughs> I started worrying about shit. <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute, Blues Brothers, your actions have consequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those people just standing there outside the Moro's nut house could get hurt. <laughs> and they were like hugging the corner of that. You know, they're like, are you sure this is okay? And they're like, you'll be fine. Just don't move. They're like, but everybody's on cocaine. Is this going to be okay? And John Landis is like, it's fine. I've never lost anybody in a shoot yet. Oh, oh don't you. 
That was a that was the uh, yeah, that was, was two an years accident. That. Was that the helicopter? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I watched it. I watched it while we were on the. I was like, you ain't be able to see. It. Oh. Oh. Sh- oh. Yeah, you can see it. Nah, he's, he's, he, he never got convicted. Someone died. In this movie. Oh, John no. Landis, the director. Same director. Oh. Yeah. During uh, was it the Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone, the movie. So there was an accident with a helicopter and killed two kids and a, an adult. Which Dan Aykroyd is fantastic in Twilight Zone. The movie. Yeah. Oh, he's so good at that. <laughs> yeah, so he got he got sued. But it, it didn't kill the kids. It was just the guy. No, they did. They did. They, they did. did. <laughs> uh, what? I didn't know what killed the kids, y'all. Uh, R. I, I was laughing at that. It changed all the child labor laws in yeah. Hollywood. Because yeah. they, they, they didn't find him guilty for the sl- manslaughter. They got him guilty for child labor laws because he was using them after hours. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Are they, were the kids driving the helicopter? I hope... No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dangerous. Yeah, I didn't know that they would I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet for the rest of the time. So, pull, <laughs> John Landis came out of it. He made some more movies. He's good. Pulling out a, Sorry. He, he raised a son is a problematic piece of shit. <laughs> great, yeah. Pulling out of this darkness. Let's talk about John Candy. Everybody yeah. loves John Candy. Orange whip, anybody? Orange, orange whip? whip. Orange, orange whip. whip. Three orange whips. What's an orange whip? Because I asked Sam and he I said, I don't know. know. It's a drink. Yeah, it's like a Dole Whip. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like a, like a creamsicle. Yeah, because they did have little cups type of thing. Yeah. on there. So I'm assuming it's like a Dole Whip. It's kind of like whip a Dole Whip. It's orange vanilla okay, ice okay. cream, I'm thinking. It's a sweet cocktail made with rum, vodka, cream, and orange juice. Well, I was I'm kind of off. Kind of off. <laughs> yeah, it's boozy. It looks refreshing. <laughs> it sounds, awesome. right. it sounds fantastic. John Candy likes it. Yeah. Old ass picture. Damn, oh, that looks yes. delicious. Yeah, I like an it's orange milkshake. Yeah, right? a creamsicle in a cup. Mm, With booze. I'll have one. <laughs> the captain. Cool. cool. The captain from uh, uh, it was a Johnny Depp show. <laughs> 21, <laughs> Jump 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, oh. yeah. He's, he's the cop in this. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm all slow. Huh? Char- Charles Napier is uh, the country music singer. Yeah. Now, why were they mad at the Blues Brothers? Because <laughs> they all, all he did was like waste his time for two minutes when he was eight hours late to his job. Anyway, well, I don't know why he was mad. They then never explained else, that. He never apologized because they just started chasing. Yeah, no. The Blues Brothers had it, he, like he just a hated them because set. he gave them a Jewish name. He was just anti-Semitic, so he hated the Blues Brothers because he gave them a Jewish name. It's talking about that. It's just like there were. Three groups after the Blues Brothers in that movie. You had the Girl Boys and Bob. You had the police. And then you had some Nazis. And Carrie Fisher. <laughs> and Carrie Fisher. But that was a and, great speech. And the Wrath of the Penguin if they failed. That is true. Yeah. Oh, yes. That was that was like also... I feel like this movie is very weird. Because like it has a lot of different things that lots, don't make sense. Lots itself, of characters like, you only see once. Yeah, and then like the like the nun seems to have so like she just slides and then <laughs> yeah. she opens and closes doors like yeah. with her mind. I'm assuming. I That's don't know. like the way they would have seen her as a kid, I guess. That was uh, they said that was a really fun shot. She was actually on like a little dolly, like almost skateboard thing, and there was like guys in the back just like 
That's pulling it. That actress. This is a podcast. So we, you have to describe what you're doing. I'm, I'm using a pulley system. <laughs> but as, as though you were sitting on the Nordic track. <laughs> the, the actress who played the nun was in like dozens of Jerry Lewis movies. Mm-hmm. After uh, he and Dean Martin broke up, he used her tons of things. I remember her face. Uh, yeah, so she was like, she was a, a legend too yeah, at the time. absolutely. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, the movie could have explained a lot of things better. <laughs> it's like they felt like they had to save the it's, orphanage, but they didn't really explain like it's why not as they good were so attached to it. telling a story as it is and entertaining. Yeah. That's for sure. It's well, I yeah. think that's kind of like the, the theory with all SNL movies in some aspect. It's entertainment. Yeah. You're gonna enjoy it. Hopefully. But Wayne's World always had massive bundles. But <laughs> <laughs> Blues Brother, I think we just you just look past it. You just you just love it for what it is, and you love it the fact that it's got the music. You got the the style, the the accents from Dan Aykroyd, which is so stuff. Pointing out cameos like a jerk, like yeah. I did. <laughs> you know who that is? That's Miss Piggy. <laughs> That's the guy who made ET right there. That's awesome, though. I support that one hundred percent. Let us know. Also, Cap Calloway was in it too. Cap Calloway is Cap awesome. Calloway. And he could change clothes quicker than anybody I've ever seen. Oh yeah. yeah. That was not an edit. I not a cut. That was yeah. that was just him. Yeah. His was, magic. That was just that was scat. That you was pure. Be. That was pure yeah. vaudeville talent. Yeah, there. you yeah. had to be back then. Like you had to be, you had to have a number of talents. And yeah, it's just straight up. Like you had to do a thousand things. I would. He could. He could do that slow, long step. Oh. Uh, yeah. He could shake his hair. Yep. His hair was the best part back, of that. Mm-hmm. And he could change clothes in a blink of an eye. Yeah, he was a guy. Uh, tap dancing, singing, quick changer. It's a triple threat. You know what? He, he liked the weed. Yeah. Oh, he sure did. He liked the reefer. Oh. <laughs> Cab all the way. <laughs> nice. Cool. Do y'all have a favorite quote? Or like a line that you like? It's, uh, it's got cop tires, cop shocks, cop engine. That's a good. <laughs> it's pre-catalytic converter, so it'll run just fine on regular. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the it's back in the car. Is it's like uh, we got a half tank of gas. It's full tank of gas. It's dark, and we got our <laughs> sunglasses on. Hit it. <laughs> uh, fix the cigarette lighter. All the best lines are in the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite one is also in the car when he picks him up and then he's uh, Dan Aykroyd's telling him about like the band and stuff, yeah. and then he says, "I took the liberty of bullshitting you." <laughs> I thought that was very funny. It wasn't a lie. It was bullshit. <laughs> oh, also Jesus age. Uh, tap, tap dancing. dancing. <laughs> Where's the Cadillac? <laughs> Treated it for a microphone. Oh, oh, I can see that. Hey, how much for the women? <laughs> the little girl. <laughs> Have you ever tried to get your friend fired from a job? Have I? Yeah. Once. <laughs> 
quick. What did you do? Good job. <laughs> uh, I just got a bunch of evidence that he was stealing shit. <laughs> so I presented it to our district manager, and he was like, well, you're fired. What? And I got fired. <laughs> oh, snitches get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> snitches apparently go home from Blockbuster fired. Damn, that's uh, I just told you what, all of my age, well, Blockbuster was still a thing. <laughs> and look at when, where they are now. Yeah, they fired me. Yeah, but like Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you outlived them. Congratulations. Yes. So, yes. Who's laughing now? There's still Blockbuster. one left yeah. over. There's, one there's still in the, one. One in the and, world? Or? In the, I think it's the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking banned. <laughs> you ought to call them up and be like, y'all know y'all looking for people some, to work. <laughs> some picture of me with some stupid ass face. They're just like, this guy can't rent. <laughs> yes. Don't let him rent. Man. According yeah. to our records, you've still got Inspector Gadget out. <laughs> <laughs> What? What are you talking about? I never rented that. No, it says right here. You've still got Inspector Gadget. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird when they closed because my buddy was just like, "Here you go," and it was a bunch of movies. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Aren't you supposed to send these back?" He's like, "Eh." There. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. So if I steal things, you're going to wrap me out? Is that what I'm understanding? Well, I mean, no. <laughs> The things, you, the things you find out after you're married. Yeah. Uh, I know. He, mar- he you married. You think you know someone? He married you, so you can't testify against him. Oh, yeah. Wow. What up? Yeah. All right. I can't testify against you. No. Hashtag also, we're on the, defying ice. On the, we're on the green card thing. Yeah. So he's now like responsible for me. So if I do things, he's gonna be also charged. Damn, Don't pull a Blues Brothers on me and just like tear across the what country. What if the guy in charge of the green card thing was also the assistant manager of Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> we just walk like, in oh, no. or a green card interview and I'm just like, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> or like that, yeah. What if he's your friend that... He's like, I took one box of Care Bears gummies. You <laughs> ratted me out. Oh, you think, you, you think you're going to live here happily ever after with your you, wife? You uh-uh. made so many men. <laughs> so powerful. Well, well. I'm Look. building a wall around you, motherfucker. <laughs> Look at what the rent bin just dropped into my lap. <laughs> and um. then everyone's coming. Hot, 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 and then they're going to arrest us. Yeah. Then I get exported to Mexico. Exported? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a shipping container? Yeah, I like it. All right. No, you wouldn't. Okay. Would. We've got 40,000 SpongeBob bath towels <laughs> and a Sam. <laughs> Checks out. Hey. Hey. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was like, uh, I was thinking about the last scene like, going in, like the car chases and all that stuff, and they get inside of the tax office and they start boarding up everything. <laughs> and it's the subtle, just talk to the security guards. They're like, where's the, the tax appraiser's office? And they're like, 
go down here, take a ride, go to 1102. And he's like, thanks. They didn't try to stop him. They were just like, all right, whatever. I don't get paid enough for this. first thing in the morning for them. They just got the word. What's going on? All the cops come in. <laughs> yeah, it's like thousands of them. Yeah, like, I love the SWAT team. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that last scene with where they put the uh, the handcuffs and then there's like ev- like surrounded by thousands thousands of them. Well, one hundred. I don't know. It was definitely more was than ten. I'm like that's where they got the idea for the Expendables poster. Oh. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Expendables is just a rip-off of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> getting the band back oh, together. <laughs> that, totally, was that the first, like, getting the band back together movie? Because that's been done so many times since then. But Maybe. was there anything like that before? I don't Did you consider White Christmas a getting the band back together kind of thing? Hmm. Yeah. Not until now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, a, that's about the oldest yeah. one I can think of. Getting all the everybody back together, but like, uh, I don't know, Blues Brothers, the real true get back yeah. the band back together. There's so many like raunchy comedies that followed that. Yeah. Formula. I'm just waiting for the Jonas Brothers reunite movie, yeah. getting the Jonas Brothers back together. There's one already. It's a documentary. Well, I want this when they're 60 years old and think they can still sing. That's what I want. <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait. We've got time. <laughs> We've got time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, you're right. I think that's one of the best. I think it's still one of the best. Get the bands back together. Because it actually gets the band back together. <laughs> they drive around. Here's, here's the healing power of music. Like, while they're out there and they don't have gas and they're trying to get to the gig and everything and the whole band's there just like these motherfuckers aren't going to show up what's going on they're like I'm going to leave the drummer's like I'm out of here or whatever but they play and they come out they play one song two songs <laughs> like one and, two, one and a half at the, at the palace yeah yes. two and, songs they and then they disappear songs. for a long time the band keeps going then they come back through and they go by the drummer and the drummer looks down and he's like hey we're, we're going to split Keep playing, and the drummer's like, "Yeah, okay, right. I'm playing. I'm into this. I don't need you guys." It's like if they would have just started playing, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't have been so anxious. Yeah. Well, you. I, I guess I'm looking for plot holes in the Blues Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> there aren't any. <laughs> but you're in a band, or you were in a band, so uh-huh. you, you know, you should know. Do you do that? Um, we would just, we would just play. We, we were just happy to be able to play. Nancy? Uh, we never we never had a $10,000 payout or anything. <laughs> be yeah. lucky to get $50 yeah. for three people. That was my situation. And exposure, but, but we got plenty of exposure. Yeah, when somebody when somebody was late, and nobody ever no-showed for any show that I played, but somebody was late, and you're like, okay, what do we, what do, we do? What can we play without them? Yeah. Or whatever. We did have that conversation a couple of times, mm-hmm. but it was never like we're going to cancel. It was always like we're going to figure something out because yeah. we're here and we want those drink tickets. <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever been in a situation where you got paid two hundred dollars but had a three hundred dollar tab? <laughs> 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 uh, oh man! <no. laughs> Wait, there, there's money involved. <laughs> <laughs> never got money involved. Two hundred dollars. What? Three hundred dollar tab. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. We were the weirdos that didn't drink. 
Like none of us drank in my band. Yeah. They were always, they always be trying to get us. You know, I want some. I would always give them to my friends. Like it's nasty, y'all. Y'all got some Kool Aid back there. Good old days. I'm kind of looking forward to Blues Brothers. I was going to say, if you were going to make a sequel to this movie, what changes would you make? First I off, I'd it. get rid of one of the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was I'd replace them with, down. Replace them with three lesser brothers. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's what happens. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I would do. Oh, okay. that's, a good, that's a good theory. If, if Belushi was still alive and didn't die, would there have been a Blues Brothers 2? Much sooner, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking early 90s they probably would have come out with something. Yeah. I think within a couple of years probably they would have. Yeah. 70s. So he died yeah. like after, 30. After, I'm thinking yeah. after Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd wanted Belushi in that. That was, yeah. that was the plan. Uh, Bill Murray's character was originally supposed to be Belushi. Mm. Oh, a different wow. type of character. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was also supposed to be in it because Dan Aykroyd loves to work with people again. Apparently, like John Landis and Twilight Zone, Steven Spielberg in 1941, and Blues Brothers and everything. So he, he loves to work with people again. He did Temple of Doom, too. He cameoed in that. Mm. Um, and I think Great Outdoors probably would have been Belushi, too, yeah. if he'd still been alive. But John Candy's fantastic choice for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Candy's amazing. Yeah, he is. He's one of my faves. My favorite John Candy is... Um, Rescuers Down Under. He was an yeah. albatross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Candy. yeah. I wonder how the Belushi Aykroyd mm. relationship, if they would have Martin and Lewis eventually. I could yeah. see I could see Belushi yeah. getting tired of it before Aykroyd. Yeah. That, was a, that, was, uh, that was a powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. They were very good together. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I also think that they liked yeah. each other. Spies, it's a, spies like us, there's no way he would have chosen to work with Chevy Chase over John Belushi. Yeah. I mean, like every yeah. everything he did, he did with a partner in the yeah. 80s and I know that he wanted Belushi there yeah. instead. National Lampoon's stuff. Yeah. Mm. My Girl that was originally supposed to be Belushi then he got Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really? Like, driving Miss Daisy <laughs> like he got Jessica really? Tandy she was a late late choice replacement. <laughs> that was originally going to be John Belushi. <laughs> I mean, he still hasn't gotten over it. He, Crystal Skull Vodka was just going to be John Belushi Skull Vodka. <laughs> I wonder, like, for real, real, did how 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 he acted when he died. Like, is there any? Is there a documentary? There, I'm, I'm sure there's a documentary about Belushi. Yeah. I'm, it's not? What? There's a book, Wired by Bob Lippert. They made a movie out of that, too. They did a they terrible did? ass movie. Oh. Damn. I'd love to know his, feelings, how feelings his, were. His, uh, his wife wrote a book, too. Yeah. Comedians don't get a, don't get those those things. Mm-hmm. Andy Kaufman was the only one who was a man on the moon. But any of it, yeah, I don't see any comedians really getting... Those nice documentary styles about them. And oh, Richard like Pryor made his own. <laughs> they've been they've been developing one with Mike Epps for like fifteen or twenty years now. That still <laughs> is in 
It's like <laughs> still planned production. Yeah, yeah Dustin Hoffman, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's in Marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> the guy who plays him in that's amazing. Yeah. Marvelous yeah, Chaplin. Chaplin got one. Yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's in that. He's fantastic in that. Yeah. There's a Joan Rivers documentary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh man, who would play Joan Rivers in a movie? Daughter? Kate McKinnon. I say Daniel Webb. Daniel Webb plays Joan Rivers. Do we get the drag queen? <laughs> as Toyota Lopez as Joan Rivers? Yeah. <laughs> I think it could work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're coming up with a lot of great ideas. It's we all spawned from the Blues Brothers. The Blues movie. Brothers is an inspiration. Yeah, it is. Yeah. everybody Let's needs talk somebody. about Chicago a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago is definitely a star in that movie. It's my kind of town. Chicago is. It's a toddling town. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that movie always makes me fall in love with Chicago again, even though like it's supposed to be showing you the worst parts mm. of Chicago or whatever. It's like everything that makes Chicago so great, mm. like driving under the train tracks, lower lacquer, neon signs, just shitty apartments everything everything that's great about that place and the reason I don't live in Chicago is because if it was my reality I would fall out of love I think if, mm. if it became a regular thing but as long as it's just a place where I go hang out yeah. and don't have to go to work and shit like that it's magic yes that happens to me with New York yeah mm. like I Love it, yep. but then when we go in, if I'm more there for more than three days, I'm like, oh, like what if I had horrible. to? What if I had to make it here? Yeah, if I had rent. to leave here. What if I had stuff. to be places on time? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> New York's great when you don't have to be anywhere on time. What if I didn't have a sense of smell? <laughs> <laughs> no, if I did, sorry, I I don't have a sense of smell, so I'm fine. Yeah, it's completely completely it's different. Like, mm. It's getting a lot better. They're starting to put like little like little tree things you put in the rearview mirror around the city. Oh, nice. They're trying, okay. they're starting to do that. That's good. To have the mask, the bees. Oh man, pine tree air freshers <laughs> is another Dan you know Aykroyd thing. Yes. Smelled <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. like you went a little heavy on the air freshener there. <laughs> there should be a, a Blues Brothers Broadway musical. Seems like it I, seems like I feel like, like there has been. There's been Blues Brothers stage stuff. I'm pretty sure. Since it feels like 90% of all the new musicals that are being developed are based on movies. Yeah. Which is kind of not great. How would, you, how would you do the car scenes, though? <laughs> <laughs> that was like well, the most elaborate car chase ever at the time, right? You, you have little kids like stacked up and flying across the stage and they're in the car. I, yeah. I say you, you bring up like the six youngest kids in the audience who shouldn't be there. Oh. <laughs> you bring up this, the six youngest kids in the audience and give them a bunch of little matchbox cop cars and just let them throw them in a big pile. And then maybe you have like video screens and it's close so it looks huge. Yes, I support that. Blues Brothers video game. 
Side-scroller. Based on the band, the Blues Brothers, the object is to evade police in order to make it to a blues concert. So I like it so far. <laughs> it's available for PC, Amiga, Commodore 64, NES, and Game Boy. Oh, wow. They got a Game Boy. Oh, there was a sequel, Blues Brothers Jukebox Adventure, released for DOS and Game Boy. So... The characters awesome. have the ability to pick up boxes to throw them at enemies. You remember, <laughs> you remember the box throwing scenes? <laughs> Each level is a variation on the jumping theme, with the characters finding a necessary attribute, e.g., a guitar, somewhere in the level. The sixth and final level ends on stage. It can be played by two players, but the scrolling screen only focuses on one. So, Elwood got to keep up with Jake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The soundtrack consists of music from the movie, oh. except there was composed music for it, so you can listen to video game music from the composer. Okay. It's and it's, That's a, my homework. it's a Greek name, Demetrius Eurosimos. Demetrius Eurosimos, our fact checker says, is probably correct <laughs> by avoiding eye contact with me. <laughs> Shrugging, avoiding eye contact, and laughing <laughs> is the level of fact-checking you get. Yeah. So, if yeah. you do know, once you hear this, put it in the comments. <laughs> Demetrius, you're also most, if you're listening, let us know. That's awesome. Possible sponsor there. I never knew. It's a game. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go see if I can find the Blues Brothers video game online and play it. <laughs> So they, they could have they could have just stacked up a bunch of furniture on doors. That could have been like the boss fight. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> there it is. Like you can make the, yeah. the tallest pile of things. Alright. Turkish born of Greek descent, so yeah, at least I wasn't an asshole guessing at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why am I reading this instead of talking. <laughs> yeah, we're just Podcast waiting. listeners love <laughs> that wiki <laughs> fact check. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't edit out anything. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, hold on, give me one second, let me read this. <laughs> why, why don't you read it out loud? No, I read faster in my head. <laughs> So Blues, Blues Brothers in popular culture, I know that you see them a lot at sporting events with t-shirt cannons and slingshot items, um, used car commercials in several cities. I've seen them adapt Blues Brothers to local used car commercials. Um, wasn't there something with like a cartoon with like dogs as the Blues Brothers? At some point, I seem to remember dogs rescue. And definitely every every like dog rescue names Jake and Elwood. Like anytime you look at the dogs available, there's always a Jake and an Elwood. Oh, that's so definitely big in the, the rescue dog community. That's cute. Nice, nice. Yeah, if you if you ever get two dogs at once, consider Jake and Elwood. <laughs> a cat and a dog pretending to be the Blues Brothers. Yeah. That's yeah. Google search that. Pugs as the Blues Brothers. Yes. <laughs> they are so adorable. Did the Muppets so do a Blues Brothers thing? Hmm. 
Reservoir dogs dress like Blues Brothers. That's true. Men in black dresses as Blues Brothers Men, without the hats. Men in yeah. black are Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it's got to be the same universe. That would What's be a like good crossover. Aliens. I would love to see a Men in Black Blues Brothers crossover, actually. Or video game, animated. I could go for any of that. They should have got Tommy Lee Jones for Blues Brothers 2000. He'd be in 2001. Be like, my brother Jake died. I need somebody else to help me with the big show. I don't care! <laughs> Tommy Lee Blues. The Blues Brothers doesn't care. But your name is Tommy Lee Blues. I hate the blues. <laughs> and I hate Tommy Lee. <laughs> Tommy Lee. Would that be great if Motley Crue went on tour with Tommy Lee Jones on drums? <laughs> Automatically, you might like him better a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> There's your reboot. Tommy Lee and Tommy Lee Jones as the Blues Brothers. <laughs> the musical. Yes. I can see it. Right, I think... I think we've come to the natural evolution and conclusion of things. <laughs> I'm pretty so. sure everybody listening to this podcast, when we started, we're like, eventually they're going to come up with Tommy Lee and Tommy Lee Jones. That's Blues Brothers, the musical. Now we're there. I guess we're done. <laughs> yeah. I bet that when these come out, like there's going to be already a change that org petition huh? so that we make this movie. It's going to yeah. happen. Do we... Do we skip the stage part and just go straight to a movie version of the stage musical that doesn't exist? Or do we start on stage? On DVD. Straight to DVD. <laughs> it's recorded on straight, DVD. Straight to VHS. Let's go straight to VHS yeah. with this. Keep yes. it old school. Yeah. I think so. That's that sounds good. All right. Get that nightmare's retro feel. Yes. Marcy, Sam, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having us. It's yes, awesome. thank you for inviting us. Yes. <laughs> Wendy? That's fun. What did we learn? We learned that Stax is awesome and so is Ray Charles and Cap Calloway is a quick dresser. <laughs> I can go on, but I won't. <laughs> I learned I learned that if John Candy offers drinks for the table, say yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll have an orange room. Yes. <laughs> this has been From Left Field, a podcast about SNL movies in 11 episodes. Ten left.